On today's episode, we discuss the miraculous recovery of Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin, the Georgia Bulldogs bulldoze TCU during the college football national championship, and his Rams head coach Sean McVay on his way out. This and much, much more. It's time to sideline the agenda. Welcome to Sideline the Agenda, the show that sidelines the talking points of the corporate sports media. We give you our opinions unapologetically, nothing is out of bounds, and every subject is fair game. Coming up, they have the gall to want to cancel football. And does Sean McVay have nothing left to prove, or is leaving the Rams a bitch move? But first, we would like to invite you to join our agenda to sideline the agenda by subscribing to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your podcast entertainment. You can also subscribe to our Twitter at Sideline Agenda. Sideline the Agenda. It's time to get off the sideline and into the game. Welcome, everybody, to Sideline the Agenda. My name is Scott. With me is Kevin and Chris. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this, this, this show that uh, sidelines those uh, sycophants and uh, those uh, talking heads in corporate sports media. Uh, yes, you are here. Happy New Year, everybody. We we are back. We're we're back at it. We took a little bit of a hiatus uh, for for the holidays and also a little bit of personal reasons. Um, I, I had to move <laughs> with me when all of that uh, studio podcast equipment. And so you, you you can't really do a show when your stuff is in boxes, ain't that right? Uh, but uh, nonetheless, uh, 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 Happy New Year to everybody. Thank you so much for 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 joining the show here at Sideline the Agenda, gentlemen. How are we? How was your uh, your holidays, your your holiday break? Hopefully, you, you you guys had a good, restful, rejuvenating time. Yeah, it feels great to be back, rejuvenated, does, ready to right? go for the new year, ready to sideline some of these agendas. And man, they've been going crazy since we've been out. So we we got a lot to <laughs> the sidelining has missed us. Happy New Year, everybody! <laughs> I'm so happy to be back because there is some agendas. I need to speak upon. I don't know about you guys. I think uh, we all miss it so much. And uh, of course, uh, we're just happy to be here. It's true. I mean, they, not much has happened in the world of sports while we've been gone, right? Yeah, <laughs> There's so much nada. going on. We're going to get to all of it. Uh, uh, like we said, uh, we, we, the miraculous uh, recovery of, of uh, Buffalo Bills safety, DeMar Hamlin. We're going we're gonna to talk about Sean McVay talking about maybe potentially moving on from his head coaching position for the Los Angeles Rams, the, the NFL playoff seating. Uh, and of course, uh, yesterday we, we, we saw the uh, college football championship um, um, come to its grand crescendo, courtesy of John Williams. I don't know if you caught that uh, opening game. <laughs> little segment where John Williams was playing his his uh, oh uh his, his orchestrated <laughs> piece you know for their for their beginning hype reel uh uh wow uh Georgia uh Bulldogs bulldozed uh uh yeah. just just bulldozed TCU to the ground uh they they beat the uh, horned frog 65 to 7 um man not much to say about this really uh but I do have a question now that we're going to be going from four teams in the uh, college playoffs to 12 is is this just going to be the way that it is i mean uh, granted now the the previous games um were were a lot more contentious had had far more entertaining uh, uh yeah. for sure um and a tcu definitely earned that right to to get slaughtered by georgia uh but uh nonetheless um how how do you guys think this is going to play out what do you, so what were you any comments about the game and then um the, the bigger view here the grander view looking into the future is this just going to be more par for the course these these slaughter type games i mean i, I think that the uh, college football was trying to avoid this but I, I feel like this is almost baked into the cake so to speak yeah, I think it's going to be kind of, I won't say the norm, because that's just the nature of college football, where you can have some great games like we had in the first round. You know, honestly, Georgia probably should have lost to Ohio State, and then TCU beats the team that handled Ohio State pretty easily uh, when Michigan beat Ohio State. Uh, so TCU beats Michigan, and then you, you'd think coming into this one that, oh, you know, we're going to have a really good match on our hands we're gonna have a dog fight and it's an epic slaughter that's just kind of the way it goes in college you know like uh yeah, uh, what was another dog game fight. That, it was a dog pile <laughs> yeah yeah seriously <laughs> uh, i must admit so, i uh 
I was expecting TCU to get slaughtered two games ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they actually got to the national championship. Guys, yeah. this one came down to the wire. I don't know if you guys are paying attention or not. This was this was a close game. I just didn't know if Georgia was going to get the record for the most yards and the most touchdowns in the national championship. I didn't know if Georgia was going to do it. I thought it was too close. Goodness, what a beatdown, guys, honestly. Yeah, I think when they expand to the, the more playoff rounds, you know, you're going to get some of these games that are just going to be complete and utter blowouts, and you'll get some of these other random games that are going to be nail-biters. So, I mean, I, I guess it'll be good. I mean, as an example – uh, if they expanded this year, you know, the USC and Tulane game would have been, a, I don't know if they would have matched each other, but that would have been a playoff game. And the USC had a big lead with like, what, four minutes left? Right. And Tulane pulled off the miracle comeback and edged him out by a point. So I, I think th- we're just going to kind of have to take it as it is. You know, there's going to be the blowouts from some of those bigger uh, schools from the bigger conferences, but there's always going to be those those games that kind of come out of nowhere kind of like that march madness feel where the underdog can come in steal one so i i think that for every blowout you know every probably three or four blowouts we might have one of those cinderella uh type games so it's 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 just kind of it's a good point uh especially referring to say the usc tulane game which you know under our proposed system would have been a college playoff game um so what is the, the more desired product is it the highly contentious, close nail biter of a national championship game with say a bunch of uh, playoff games that are kind of blow up uh, blowouts and you know uh, uh, the writings on the wall or kind of like what we had this year, arguably with some of those games that would fall under that playoff uh, seating uh, that were highly contentious, very close. Like the, you know, the TCU, uh, uh, I can't remember what's it, Ohio state or Michigan state. Uh, I get it mixed up uh, who they played. TCU and Michigan. TCU game, Michigan and then Ohio state and then Georgia, very close yeah. games, right? Could have gone either way. Right. Right. Um, th- th- those were great games. Uh, so, so, you know, again, looking to the future, what would you prefer? Would you prefer a bunch of close playoff games that then lead to the slaughter? Or would you prefer a bunch of blowouts that eventually lead to a very close uh, championship game? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I, th- I think you'd rather have uh, a close game at the end. Um, but at the same time, I, at least there's no question on, you know, who's the who's the best team when somebody blows them out like that. There can be no question back-to-back champions like that just completely run off a really good TCU team just off the field. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'd much prefer um, a, a blowout playoff all the way leading up to a very close, tight grit, you know, gutted performance for the national championship game. I don't want to see this national champ. I, I feel like the TCU should have never even been there. I feel like the real national championship game was the Ohio State versus, you know, Georgia in the previous, you know, round. And so this, this you know, makes all the questions come to, you know, come to place where it's like, well, if TCU, you know, they should extend the playoffs and this and that. And this is kind of where we kind of get where to where we are talking about before where, you know, there's going to be teams – regardless of how you know things pan out they're going to complain they're not going to be up, they're going to be upset with the system and um, games like this provide those reasons why and you know it's sitting here looking at Georgia they're they won back to back they're favored to win three in a row potentially um, and then Ohio State's favorite again for for next you know next season as well so we're going to be seeing the same type of teams the same juggernaut kind of franchise uh, you know, prestigious um, you know schools be in the showing pretty much year after year until um, we can figure out a, a decent system or the, you know, the colleges itself can get a little fair as far as the even board across where, you know, they're getting this, you know, schools are getting the same opportunity to recruit the same five-star, four-star year, you know, um, athletes. Um, and so we're just going to keep seeing the same, this you know, the same schools in the show. And um, I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's college I'll football say, is so uh, one-sided. Yeah, I'll say that with the longer playoff format, then you should, by the time you get to the final four teams, you should have already eliminated a lot of the weaker teams. And then by the time you get to the national championship game, you really should have the two unquestioned best teams out there. So uh, uh, maybe it'll actually even out 
in the long run. And it wasn't ESPN slash ABC slash Disney politic and really hard for Nick Saban having him there during the halftime coverage. <laughs> like, boy, the, the ghost of Saban yeah. uh, looming over this uh, uh, terrible product of a final championship game, almost like a <laughs> passive aggressive uh, yeah. ABC ESPN saying, see, we told you so, because they yeah. had him, of oh. course, earlier saying that, you know, the, the that they should be included in the playoffs uh, instead <laughs> of TCU. And I thought it was kind of passive aggressive and, 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 you know, borderline childish that ESPN brought Saban back. Uh, you know, to to loom over uh, begrudgingly um, uh, over over the, the the product that he was seeing on the field. I don't know if you guys caught that. I just yeah, I talk just about that a was kind of a conflict. Yeah, conflict of interest. Like, why would you have a, a coach like that out there? Just yeah. stupid. Let's bring in here Jim Harbaugh. You guys just lost to these guys last week. What do you think? <laughs> should you have your team out there? Oh, you know what? Yeah, you know, we we, we should have been out there. Uh, we lost, but we, we should still be out there. Yeah, they're <laughs> definitely so meddling, dumb. huh? <laughs> <laughs> and they know, too, Gosh. that you're going to have probably more eyes, more ratings, higher bidding for the uh, advertising. It's Again, it's all a business. It's all yeah, about the money. It's money. Uh, you know, but man, that was that was just a straight uh, manipulation uh, happening right in front of us. Um, all right. Well, let, let's go ahead and move on. Let's move on to a uh, DeMar Hamlin. DeMar Hamlin, he has been released from the hospital and is back in Buffalo. That's fantastic news. All of the NFL is, is overjoyed with this news. DeMar tweeted, heading home to Buffalo today with a lot of love on my heart. Watching the world come together around me on Sunday was truly an amazing feeling. The same love you all have shown me is the same love that I plan to put back into the world and more bigger than football. Um, you know, uh, we were out when this uh, this happened. This uh, uh, it was Monday night football game, correct? Uh, the Bills and um, yeah. uh, the, uh, the the Cleveland, uh, or excuse me, Cincinnati Bengals. Um, you know, what was your reaction when you saw, I mean, I know Chris, you tweeted me is like, God, did we just watch somebody die on the football field? Yeah. I mean, I, I thought, uh, God, I, I thought that was kind of potentially going to be the case. I mean, considering that they were saying he was, he was getting, you know, CPR was being administered for, you know, over nine minutes. Um, you know, and you'd look at the players and the, the, the looks on their faces, you could tell that there was, this was something that we had not seen before. This was, this was far more serious than, um, hate to say it, you know, a broken leg or somebody getting concussed. Like this was a new right. level, right? Um, but uh, at, at the same time, you know, watching the replay, it's like, God, the, the hit didn't look all that bad. It would look pretty, you know, routine to me. Uh, right. uh, you know, what was what was your reaction uh, during this moment um, and, and, and during that game? Yeah, the very bizarre situation, like you said, as, at least as as far as watching football goes, not something that we've really seen. Um, did seem like just a routine hit, uh, got up, and I mean, everyone's probably seen the video by now, and he fell down. I actually kind of thought back to uh, Owen Hart. Um, this, this might be a little bit of a throwback for some people, but Owen Hart was a wrestler in the WWF back when it was the WWF, now WWE. Uh, but he famously died when he fell from a, uh, yeah, uh, the he was like on, yeah. the rafters yeah, was, or whatever. Yeah. The rafters. He was being he was doing the bluebird you know, or something brought in like on some cables. Yeah. He was making some, like some grand entries fell down, hit like the turnbuckle yeah. and he got, got up and then collapsed after that and his his heart gave out so i was scared that like oh no like the, we might be seeing this where the guy took an impact got up and then you know the thing just wasn't pumping or lost all the oxygen or just just collapsed uh we thought uh, at least when i was first watching i thought oh you know he'll be up probably in the next minute and then he wasn't, and then he wasn't, and then he wasn't. And they went to like three or four commercial breaks, and then they brought him out in the ambulance. And yeah, they're judging by the reaction of the players down in the field. They're like, oh man, like this guy might actually be gone. And I said, we haven't seen this in football, but I mean, we've seen a lot of instances in this last year, year and a half of soccer players all over the world collapsing on the field and, and guys having to come out and give them CPR and, and whatnot. Um, we've seen some uh, uh, college players, high school players, they've, they've been collapsing on the practice field and the game, uh, basketball, football, soccer. A lot of these, these uh, high um, 
what you call that anaerobic or uh, high cardiovascular uh, sports where you're doing a lot of running, a lot of heavy breathing. Uh, it's not something that is coming out of the blue. You know, we actually have been seeing that it's, it's these people that have been paying attention, not just like 20 here, 30, 40. I mean, this is hundreds. This is actually thousands of documented cases from all over the world. So when it happened to him, honestly, I, I was surprised, but I wasn't that surprised because I thought that sooner or later we might see this in the NFL, unfortunately. And, uh, you know, hope, fingers crossed, hope we don't have to see it in any of the other sports like the NBA or, or anything else. But I wasn't totally shocked. Um, you know, it, I think probably the impact obviously had a, had a big thing to do with it. Um, but it was it just a freak accident. But, you know, the question, the big looming question, the big elephant in the room is, you know, what is this guy's vaccination status? Did that play a role at all? And then you see the reaction of the controlled narrative, the controlled media, and them marching out everybody, all the doctors. They even brought Fauci out yeah, they to did. say, this was not the vaccine. How dare you even ask? How dare you even think of it? So, but you never actually told us if he was vaccinated or not. If it were truly wasn't, you could easily just say he didn't get the vaccine. So stop asking like that's not what it is. But they were sure to tell you it wasn't the vaccine, but they never told you that he actually didn't get vaccinated. So the reason that we've been talking about this, because if you've been listening to our episodes, this is what, like the fourth person now that has uh, almost dropped dead. We had the stroke guy that we talked about. We had the ESPN reporter that, that had the heart attack and died. Uh, there was just a, an ex-Jacksonville Jaguars player. Um, I think it was either the same day as Hamlin or the, like the day before. Heart attack at 38 and died. Like there's, and there's he, was, he was a, a big-time vaccine advocate. Yeah, he was. He really was. Uh, but like there's people dropping like like flies out there. And, you know, of, of course, people, you know, things happen. Uh, but it, there just seems to be too many of these coincidences, too many of these people just dropping that we've never seen before in all these professional sports where these guys are in prime condition. This is, you know, they're they're not older guys. He, you know, Hamlin He's like was 23 years old or 24, yeah, right? 23, 24, yeah. And all these other footballers, you know, soccer players all around the world, these guys are all in great shape. So it just doesn't take a genius to put two and two together that once they roll out this mandate, then all of a sudden you start having all these countless uh, scenes like this and not even just players. Like you see all these news reporters just collapsing left and right. Like there was just another one, the, I think yesterday, some news reporter just collapsing right when she was done. So it's, it, it's an ugly situation. And again, we can only speculate, but because they don't actually refute it by saying that he didn't get the vaccine. So you can pretty much assume that he did because the NFL was mandating it. So the NFL doesn't want to take any kind of blowback on that and what they're forced their players to take a experimental shot. And now it could have possibly killed somebody, you know, they don't want that blowback. So they quickly got into hush hush mode and just, Hey, everyone don't talk about it. Just, just pray for right. Hamlin. Just, just pray for Hamlin. It's all about Hamlin. This is bigger than football. Okay. But what caused it? What's, what's the cause here? They don't <laughs> want to answer that. They're, they're God of the, uh, the, the COVID vaccine, their religion of, of, uh, the left propaganda, uh, uh had them, um, uh, encourage you to turn to God <laughs> in order to deflect yeah. from, from what potentially <laughs> might be the issue. I mean, my whole problem with the whole thing was exactly like you're saying, Chris, is the fact that you can't even ask the question immediately dismissed immediately. I was, I was, I was just dumbfounded at the amount of article after article after article after this incident happened that came out and the title itself like LA Times was a perfect example. Let me see if I can bring it up real quick. It said like, COVID vaccine almost certainly didn't cause DeMar Hamlin's uh, cardiovascular <laughs> issue. But then within the article itself, quote, medical professionals will not be able to diagnose exactly what happened to his heart. Well, you know right. what I mean? Like you completely just contradict what you're because they know people just mostly read titles. People don't read yeah. articles anymore. So they make this statement. They put the crop propaganda out there. And again, just because we want to have this conversation, just because you, 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 you have this question doesn't make it so, but shutting it down 
and 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 uh, you know, shouting it down and and, and dismissing yeah, nothing it. Nothing to a, see here. Exactly. That only brings up more concerns from our area because we we our eyes don't lie to us. We do see an increase in situations that look fairly similar to this, right? And you know, myocarditis is real. The side effect from the vaccine, and it affects. The, an age range of males within DeMar Hamlin's age range. He's only 24. Right. So so it's being completely naive, completely dishonest to not come to the table and go, you look, we understand that there has been myocarditis instances, albeit rare, uh, within a certain age range within this group uh, that hits and affects males. Um, and, and so we understand that people might have a concern about heart inflammation and 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 this affecting Damar Hamlin, but we can rest assured that he, you know, he, what you know what I'm saying? Like, or we're right. looking into it. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what you do if you actually have a concern about public health. That's what you do you if you're actually uh, uh, being honest with people, but they know that, oh my God, if, if, if people have concerns about the vaccine or the, or the boosters, they're not going to get it. And then yep. Pfizer's not going to make the money that they make. Yep. And I'm not going to get the kickbacks that I get. Right. And if you don't think that this is about money, you need to wake the hell up because this is exactly yep. about money. And you, you know why and how you know is, boy, how quickly they all fell on this, right? They were yep. all in, 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 uh, uh, you know, uh, uh put, put in the fire out mode. Like they, they like they fell in line right. And then what they say is that, oh, the, the anti-vaxxers are the ones that are, uh, you know, um, sending out these tropes of, 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 you know, uh, <laughs> like if, if you have a concern, you're an anti-vaxxer, they label you right away, you know, just for having voicing the concern, you know, as, as far as I see it, there's three possibilities here. Damar Hamlin had some kind of pre-existing condition, right? Yep. Uh, a weak heart. I don't know something that he just he just he was able to kind of get through uh, the the skate through the physicals, or maybe the physicals don't screen for whatever he pre-existing situation that he already had, and uh, you, you know what I mean. He just it, 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 this was gonna happen. You know what I mean? A freak accident, but something like this to to his physical makeup. Uh, uh, was was a high probability, right? Or there was something that was like a perfect hit at the perfect time. I mean, I was reading about a, a, a commodio cortis is a, caused by an abrupt blow to the chest at exactly the wrong time in the cardiac cycle. So, so that hit, that impact could have happened, you know, at the perfect time on the on the wrong beat. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and that could have caused this. You know, like I, I'm completely open to that. Or Maybe perhaps this was a uh, COVID related with the vaccine booster side effect, you know, like the myocarditis, which is real, uh, the, the blood clotting, which is real, which is, which is on, on the rise, but, but shutting the conversation down is, is not helping anybody. Yeah. Not uh, and, and it's frankly, it's, it's, it's just evil, <laughs> you know, let's be real. Um, and, and also too, like uh, I had the same reaction to you, Chris, when, when watching it, when I was just thinking to myself, oh my God, this is, and so it begins, you Yeah, know, we're going to see a yes. lot more of this. S such a great point too. And, and just to add what you guys are saying, I mean, they even, I mean, Ronnie Hillman, uh, you know, leading Russia, the 2015 Super Bowl from Denver Broncos, he just passed away. He passed away what December 21st, 22nd, and he's 31 years old. So, and he, he died from, you know, uh, a rare cancer or something that they, you know, found when it was too late. But he's 31. Guy's professional athlete, right? So, uh, I, and then the, there's also like that Chinese runner too, the Olympic ride, he just, you know, collapsed, had a cardiac arrest and they, and, and they, they didn't get to him in time and he, he died. And so this is, this is definitely occurring. This is something that's very common, but I'm going to be a little cold blooded here, guys. And I, again, don't. Don't judge me, guys, whoever's listening to this, don't take this the wrong way, but um, we've seen NFL players collapse. We've seen them break legs. We've seen them get concussions. We've seen them get paralyzed. But never yeah. have they stopped or suspended the game like they did. You know, I, from my understanding, again, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm all, I, I hope, you know, the best for these players. Um, 
but they do go out there and it, it is it is a game the the show must go on um you know and so i i obviously i wish the best for the gentleman but i feel like they definitely could have completed that game um i feel like you know once they get it carded get it going you know get the guys back up you know get the game going you know have the fans they paid hard good money to to, to go to this game and it was a big time game guys we're talking a about huge one game. yeah one t two seed you know we're talking about you know this is a huge game you know in the as far as where it is in the schedule um again this is so big that they'll probably be playing each other in the playoffs you know sooner or later the, those two teams are going to battle and then we're going to have to see you know and if something happens i mean they can't i mean i don't know i don't want to go down the road but don't take it the wrong way i just don't think who do you, who do you think you are kevin skip <laughs> they should not time have out. stopped time that out, game skip. time out time time I, time, I, time, I, time out <laughs> 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 I, I just don't see it guys no, i don't see I, why I, stop this game they well, let the players again, play on again then this to me kind of felt more like uh, uh running block for covid vaccine concerns this that sounds a little callous as well right but but how people started or or maybe just people get emotional and they need a scapegoat and they have to send their energy towards something or someone and the whole Skip Bayless controversy yeah. was blown way out of proportion. Now, I, I think Skip Bayless is abhorrent. I do, do not have no love for that guy. Uh, so far be it for me to, to, to cape for Skip Bayless, but he was bringing up this same concern too, Kevin. I'll read his tweet, the big controversial tweet. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I'll start people to have give no reading comprehension. First, exactly. <laughs> I'll give context first though, because his first tweet was this. Uh, quote, not exactly sure what happened to DeMar Hamlin. Players on both teams are shaken. Ambulance out on the field. CPR administered. Can't remember play, play being stopped for this length of time. Just said a prayer for him and his family. Then there was another tweet um, about the injury, but it, but the third tweet was what people read into and, and took uh, um, you know a high issue with. Uh, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. He's saying that seems so irrelevant, uh, but, you know, and of course the NFL is looking to cancel this game, but, but how can you cancel this game? Because we've never done this before, and you have right. these two teams that are in a running for, for, for number one seeding, especially one, the Buffalo Bills, the number one seeding in the AFC, you know, how can you cancel this game? Well, you know, I, I hear you, Kevin. I hear you, Skip. I think you can cancel it because you have somebody who seems like they almost died. Um, and, and again, we're not in this, this because here's the other thing, people don't think for a second that these players aren't thinking, oh shit, I bet he's vaccinated and I'm vaccinated because I've been forced by my league in, in essence to do so, uh, at least highly pressured to do so, you know, you know, like that shakes everybody yeah. and, and I, and I don't need to mean to make it about the vaccine because it may not be that right. But, but seeing somebody on the field fall to the ground and get administered CPR, like, I don't know if you've ever been close to somebody getting CPR, like that's, that's a highly uh, uh, impactful uh, scene right. to see. Uh, that's going to shake you to your core. That's going to remind you of your humanity. And that's also going to remind you to, that you're, you know, you, you play a, a dangerous game and that's what right. you signed up for. Uh, so, so I think everybody kind of was, was a little rocked, a little shocked. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really blame the league for canceling the game personally. I think that was the right call. I think that was the right decision. Um, but at the same time, um, well, we can get into this later, but then not picking up the game or figuring out a way to 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 finish this game uh, might be a, a separate situation. I don't know. Chris, what was your thoughts about that? Well, actually, I don't think that the NFL canceled this game. I think the players were basically refusing to go back out there. I think that after them seeing that scene like like you were describing of someone getting CPR there it just it just completely took them out and they had no desire to compete anymore uh, and if the NFL tried to overrule them they they just couldn't handle the blowback of the bad press that would have caused of all the players and then the coaches and you know the media they would have turned on you know they already don't like Goodell for the most part so they would have really uh, just been on them all week for that but to Kevin's point and to Skip's point I think they should have rescheduled this game I think they needed to make this game happen even if they had to just say all right we're just gonna play a quarter 
and whoever wins the quarter is you know that's that's gonna be whoever wins the game like they had to come up with something better than what they did because two teams they i mean these are are both vying for you know a top seed um you know home playoff games really do make a difference and for for it to just then get a buy like essentially both teams got two buys this year that's a that's a pretty big advantage um, when you got guys not risking injury hear, for you know, you an additional three quarters where all the other teams had to go out there and play. So, I mean, it's it's a bad situation, especially this late in the year. I mean, yeah. the NFL, they, they could have worked something out if they really wanted to. They could have maybe postponed uh, this the beginning of the playoffs. I mean, maybe that just would have been too much for them to handle. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't think it's a good look that, they just completely canceled the game altogether. I think the Bengals kind of got screwed. Um, and I mean, maybe even the Bills, because both of them could have possibly, or at least the Bills possibly, could have had outright home field advantage. And now they don't necessarily have that. So. Well, I mean, it, it, I mean, as far as I'm concerned in regards, regards to that, because they they elected not to play, understand That's true or not. So to me, who really got the shaft was the Kansas City Chiefs. Because if they end up playing the Buffalo Bills, if I have this right, there it, it's it's going to have to be played at a neutral space, yeah, and so stupid. they don't have home field advantage, and and so they they have the number one seed, of course, because they beat Vegas. But you, in, in my opinion, the team that 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 I, I don't know, I think if you have have you know right or wrong, if you have a league saying you know because there was you know whispers of them saying you know you got five minutes, get back out there, kind of thing. And then you have teams or uh, players, you know, electing not to go play, you know, uh, which I support, you know, but th- th- there's still consequences for it. It's forfeit, right? And so right. then it should be treated as such. It's a loss. It's an L on both ends. Um, if if in, unless you, you, you like you were suggesting, you, you get imaginative and you think of a way that they can, you know, r- you know, re- resolve this this unplayed game. I mean, right. they're. I don't know. Like there's, there's ways that they could have done it. I mean, of course it would have contended with, you know, um, obviously you have, you know, the, the Sunday where all the game, everybody was playing again. So I don't know. They could have figured something out or go do a coin flip with that. You know, they want yeah. a coin flip. They're so happy with a coin flip. Why don't they just coin flip who won the game? You know? Yeah. There you um, go. <laughs> I mean, they, yeah. Just, I mean, that would have solved. What's the difference? You know, no way. Right. No way. If they're not, if they're not completing the game, they both, go for a tie or they both yeah. go for a forfeit so they both lose if you're not able to finish the game they both should lose That's or they at the bare minimum go for yeah. a tie. it could have been the tie i, I like the tie idea yeah and why they didn't even yeah. consider that you know uh, that's a good point i, I honestly yeah, it's, i it's didn't even consider that. kevin you brilliant <laughs> yeah well the, the <laughs> nfl they stopped this game because i i think the nfl that was their agenda i think that they wanted to kind of pull this into limelight and say okay look guys look at us a player collapsed on the field almost cost his life but since you saw it on live tv we're gonna stop everything and we're, we're gonna keep this going because I, that I, man's life means more than just playing this game i actually kind of disagree that, I, I think the nfl wanted them to take the field again um yeah they're players i mean after a play or two you're gonna forget about what just happened and then now you get back into the game and it is it might it might take a possession or two but these guys are players they're athletes and they're professionals so eventually they would get back in the game because it's you know it's costly. It's a big time. You game. have a cold, callous heart, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, don't judge me. <laughs> hey, we, we we keep it we unapologetic uh, opinions, right? <laughs> and and Box, you're, hey, you, boxers, you have a right to have your opinions. <laughs> boxers, MMA athletes. I mean, these yeah, guys no, face enough. this. You know, every time they go out there, and we've seen boxers pass away because they got brutally beat down on live TV. You know, so. Um, I know that football, this isn't typical, but it is a contact sport. And so it could be actually compared right up there to these other sports. And it's sad to see. Obviously, I wish the best for the I'm happy he's up. I think he uh, was celebrated. Did you guys see the first play of that uh, oh, Bills God, and Patriots yeah. game where he runs it back? Well, they said that Hamlin, you know, got out of his chair, you know, and yeah, rang the <laughs> ICU alarm and <laughs> the no fall alarm. And he, so that's great. I'm happy for him. You know, it's oh, definitely absolutely. a blessing. And so. Oh, it would have been the worst thing in the world for the NFL if 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 the young man had passed away, and and, and you yeah, know, for my tinfoil hat, it would have been the worst thing in the world for uh, you know your your COVID props uh, propaganda as well. Um, again, not saying that that was the cause, but uh, why we can't have the conversation, I just don't understand. Yeah. 
Um, and then, uh, you know, it was great to see, uh, in my opinion, it was great to see how the, the, the country came around and really rallied around Hamlin yeah. and, uh, NFL fans are great. You know, they're, 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 the, the they, that's who, that's who NFL fans are. Um, and then of course the elites, uh, took this opportunity to, to try to cancel football, you know, to, to say how <laughs> violent it is as a sport and, and do we really need it anymore? And, and you know what I'm saying? And it's just funny to see how, you know, people reacted, um, or, or those that didn't like skip Bayless, you know, looked at it as an opportunity to try to get him canceled and right. off the, off the air, you know, cause you know, Shannon Sharp's done with him. He doesn't want anything to do with them. And so he's, he's champing at the bit to get any opportunity to get skip off that show yeah. and what all, a his lame buddies, ass. all his buddies are falling in line you know like i don't know if you caught uh, uh shannon you know, michael Str bitch strahan uh strahan yeah uh, strahan the, uh, too oh man oh, that yeah. was uh, big uh bitches. Yeah. and strahan on the 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 the, the morning football uh, uh making his comments which i thought was just uh obnoxious you know actually i think they're right here here they are sensible people and sensible human beings have a heart and they understand that that your words and what you say really have an impact. So he's not implying only, Skip Bayless uh, is not a sensible human being. And, 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 and so <laughs> and all the attention <laughs> should be on this young man, his recovery, for yep. some sensible people like us here to say that it didn't affect anybody at this network, nobody at this network minded. That's a lie. Obviously didn't talk to us oh because it matters to us and it matters to any sensible human being. I mean, cry me a river, Strahan. Like yeah. he's totally thrown in with the rope. We're woke the most joke sensitive community. people out exactly. there. Exactly. Well, he knows that that gets him pro that gets him cred. Exactly. You know, uh, he can grift and and he and, hosts uh, a damn. Climb Day the show. ladder to his uh, good Good Morning America show or whatever the hell he's doing. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're just a big woman now, Strahan. He's whistling Speaking through his teeth all the way to the bank, baby. You and Skip. Sharp, both of you. Shannon Sharp, I'm not daily. even going to show up to work the next day because I'm just, I just can't talk about sports. <laughs> yeah, it's just, ahead. it's pathetic. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Kevin. Uh, speaking of Skip Bayless, <laughs> th this, uh, this week coming up, I mean, he's going to have like a – he's he's kind of like someone I know uh, yeah. where he's going to have his two favorite teams play each other. Oh, and you yeah. know damn well whoever's <laughs> going to win, it's, he's going to be riding that all the way oh, to the next week. Man. You know, the Bill, uh, the the Tampa Bay Bucks versus the, the – the Cowboys. You got the, <laughs> the, the goat and Tom Brady. Exactly. I mean, this is a cream dream for Skip Bayless, man. He's oh, yeah. lathering himself up in mayonnaise right now as we speak, getting ready He's for that game. Switching jerseys every possession. Oh, my God. The only problem is, the only problem is. Zach is ass. Right? Can I say on TV? Because he is Dag is ass, <laughs> and man, was he give, he give himself an ass performance uh, uh, against uh, the Redskins, throwing them two picks. Commanders, in a row. yeah. Dude, uh, he, excuse me, yeah, Commanders. He was uh, on brand, wasn't he? He was he was on that yeah. Dak ass brand. Dak is ass. <laughs> <laughs> right up to when he My starts goodness. choking. <laughs> <His> playoff bluff. <laughs> All right, well, like you said, we're really happy for Hamlin that he's he's returned. I mean, like it was was not looking good to to yeah. now looking bright a real quick question i mean because i do think it's important uh i mean a will we ever know the true cause of the injury or, or of his heart failure i hate to call it an injury you know <laughs> his heart failure his heart stopping do you think we'll ever really get an answer no yeah i, I kind no. of agree and, and also and do nor, you, sh nor should we well no it's we medical. should man should no we don't in an honest society we absolutely we should. should i i think that there should it's be an honest should. exactly an honest uh uh investigation uh but but then again you know like uh, we'd have to be dealing with honest people in order for this to, to happen but it, it would be lovely to know um and, and then also uh do you think demar hamlin will ever play in the nfl again i do yes you really i i don't yeah, think he should i do I, I think he should he absolutely loves. not I think play it, I, because I, he. I mean, in, in, unless it's a different reason. I mean, it seems like he's 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 prone to this kind of. It wasn't a big hit, you know what I'm saying? Like it was a shoulder yeah. hit. Uh, I don't know, man. I I I would be I would be very hesitant to. He, well, if anything, he should have a very very uh, uh, strict uh, physical. Um, and uh, they should they need to run him through the ringer because that that, that shoulder hit from T Higgins wasn't to, to me didn't seem like enough to to, to to almost kill a man. 
They need to put him through a, a MRI machine and they need to live stream that for everyone to see and just give some good imaging of that heart and do some CT scans <laughs> or whatever else. So everyone can see what's going on with that heart. They need to public publicize that. Let all the, the medical doctors out there and heart experts give a thorough uh, uh, view of that and, and, and see what it is. Because, yeah, like you said, if people really cared about, you know, people's health and wellness we should try to figure out what it was so they can prevent it from all these other players because what if it happens again i mean and that's my fear if you're if you're nfl would you let him come back on the field because if it happens again everyone's going to point towards you Uh, especially yeah like with the two otago vailoa concussion it was like you know everybody monday morning quarterback and that and it's like oh what were they thinking letting him play again well he was cleared they have a system it's set up you know, they followed the system just because then you can conveniently have hindsight, which is always 2020, you know, that doesn't make you right when you're like, well, because where was your tweet in the moment where it's like the NFL should not let Tua Tagovailoa play again? So I want to hear I'm, I'm, I'm going to put my, my tweet out or my, my message out right now. I actually don't think that the NFL should let DeMar Hamlin play again, but that's just me. People aren't going to like that because they're going to go. That's not very nice. Well, <laughs> neither is the world. Anyway, let's go ahead and move on. Let's move on to Sean McVay. But first, before we do that, we would like to invite you to join our agenda, the sideline, the agenda by subscribing to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy your podcast entertainment. You can also follow us on Twitter at Sideline Agenda. Sideline Agenda. Let's get off the sideline and into the game. All right. Sean McVay is expected to seriously contemplate his immediate future with the Los Angeles Rams early in the offseason. It's been a challenging season for the 36-year-old McVay, both on and off the field. His Rams won the Super Bowl on their home turf in February, but uh, they failed to make the playoffs this season. And their 5-12 and 12 record is only ahead of Arizona's in the NFC West. Off the field, he has lost his grandfather, former NFL head coach John McVay. And he was also heavily courted to join uh, the broadcast booth after his Super Bowl win. It must have been the hair gel, because I, I just can't imagine listening to that guy for, for an hour and a half. I don't know. Maybe you'd do all right. But uh, the Rams, they don't have a first-round pick in the upcoming NFL draft. The team's injuries have also taken a toll. The Rams are also tight on salary cap space, and their offensive coordinator, Liam Cohen, is expected to leave for the University of Kentucky. So is the writing on the wall here? Is McVay done? Is he heading out? Is he heading into that... ESPN Fox Sports Sunset in in, in the old uh, commentation booth. I think we're going to kind of see what he's made of. Is he McVeigh or is he McGay? Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I, I mean, we're Rams fans here, so we've seen a lot of success with McVeigh. We like McVeigh. I think he's a great coach. But, you know, are you only going to be, uh, what do they call him, a sunshine sunshine soldier? Sunshine are you going to be a boy, winter yeah. soldier? Are you going to stick through when things are down and actually right the ship? And, yeah, I, I think it kind of depends on, on what kind of person he is, what kind of goals he has, because he could take the easy money and just go up to the booth and not have to stress about it, not have to game plan, not have to put in all the hours that these coaches have to put in. And, you know, I kind of wouldn't blame him. I mean, why not go when his price is super high? Because what if he has another bad year next year? Or is, is that is that booth going to be paying the same? Um, but with that being said, I think they've got some pieces to where they could actually solve this thing and come back next year and be very competitive. I mean, 49ers are still going to be good, I think. But I, I think you got to get rid of Donald. Um, I think getting the offensive coordinator to take the Kentucky job is great. He was horrible. He's got to go. And so then uh, so I was going to say, I was just about to say that the uh, supposedly the Broncos are interested in Raheem Morris. And I'm like, well, yes, please him. take him. We'll give him to you for free. Take Let's him. Ride. Please take him. Uh, so if we can get a couple new uh, good coordinators in there, if they can make some moves in the offseason, because honestly, I think you got to, you got to, uh, trade Donald uh, for the highest bidder. Get as many picks as you can. You can get some uh, new young guys in there. You got to trade Allen Robinson, get some offensive linemen, because I think with Cup and uh, um, Van Jefferson and Tutu Atwell, I mean, he looked good. Yeah, he well, did. That, that trio, I think that's a good trio there. And then uh, Higby at tight end. I, th- I think you got some pieces. Akers was looking good with Stafford coming back. I think their offense would be fine. Uh, if, if you do end up flipping Donald, you know, he didn't play the whole 
back half of the season. And defensively, they were okay. You know, they weren't great, but they were okay. So if you can get some new young guys in there with with some new picks, I, I think you can actually be better quicker than you think. I think you got to hang on to Ramsey if you can bring back Wagner for cheap. You know, he's he's solid, and, and just get, you got to cut rap or, or do something with that guy. Uh, but I, I think if McVay sees that they've got some some moves they can make and they can be competitive next year, you know, maybe the competitive nature in him will win out. But man, it just looks easy to just take that big contract, go up to the booth where it's nice and warm. And uh, you don't have to deal with any of the stress of putting together game plans week in, week out. Um, you know, I'm really happy for what we had as Rams fans with them for these past several years. It was awesome winning the Super Bowl, going to another Super Bowl, uh, you know, making the playoffs several times. Uh, I'd hate to go into a long, you know, dark rebuild like we did from the entire 20 teens uh seemingly um but yeah i would not be shocked at all if he leaves but i mean i'm trying to look at a glass half full i think there's some moves they can make and they can come back next year and, and next year and be really good yeah it'd be a it'd be a huge mistake for him to leave especially la he's a ram he just won a super bowl he just needs to call on you know a floor and kind of do what he's doing call a play out of that guy's you know playbook and and start recruiting start bringing some assistance your way get rid of the what what's what's broken tyler rap he's got to go you know uh his offensive line all of them pretty much they got to go they got to rebuild there um, and so I think that the he'll be all right once they settle uh, the offensive line. They have talent player playmakers in the talent positions, and then the defense. You know they just have to get rid of uh, who they got over there for the defensive coach. And I, I think they'll be all right to see him back in the booth and kind of do or make an attempt to to do like what uh, you know Tim T. You know I I just don't see him. I think he's too young for all that. I think he's uh you know he's a good coach. He's solid. You know, and uh, he, at least he's just not getting a boot like Cliff Kingsbury from Cardinals. And so, you know, he's in L.A. That's where you should, where's where yeah. you will, where you want to be. And uh, it would be a huge mistake if he left. Yeah, I, th- I think McVeigh's broadcast style would be a cross between um, uh, Romo and Gruden. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say those two. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly who he's going to be. It's going to because you know, like everybody expected Gruden to step into the booth and be like, you know, all hard nosed and stuff. But he was just like, oh, he's the most dynamic football player in this. Show. And it was just like it was just soft Gruden the whole time. He's like, yeah. no, we wanted the emails, Gruden. We right. wanted yeah. him talking trash, Gruden. We wanted Chucky we, out there. We never got that. Um. Anyway, but uh, here's my thing. Like, uh, I, I understand that he had he had kind of a bad raw deal this season. He had a lot of unforeseen injuries. Um, yeah. it, it definitely was a, a tough road uh, uh, for for Sean McVay. But uh, if if he leaves, I mean, wouldn't it be considered an epic bitch move? Considering yes. that he he went from Super Bowl champ uh, to Super Bowl chump. I mean, he had old Uncle Stan Kroenke like just practically buying him the Super Bowl. You know, wanting right. the Super Bowl to be in L.A. so badly, doing everything that they could. Um, you know, getting OBJ, spending the money, uh, you, you know, making bad decisions, giving, uh, um, you know, girly that money, giving uh, uh, golf yeah. that tying the money up with. I mean, there's a lot of money being tied up with 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 some bad moves. Um, I don't know. Going from Super Bowl champ to chump and then jump ship. Does this right. affect his legacy? I mean, does this does this make him? Or is he going to be perceived as overrated or or even being exposed for for maybe not you know really being that good to begin with? I mean, look at all his prodigies, right? Like, so I mean, what, what do you guys think of that? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's not does not a good look on the resume when the Super Bowl and then come back the next year and have the least amount of victories from a Super Bowl champion ever, but. With that being said, I don't think it'll really hurt his his legacy because of all the injuries. I think that's pretty much the asterisk, and people are going to give him an excuse for this year when you've got all of your star players going down, where you got Stafford going down, Donald going down, Cup going down, Robinson going down, and I mean half your line goes down. Uh, I think he'll get a pass for that. What if now, they bring if, in like a Lovey Smith and they go nine and eight? <laughs> Yeah. next year i mean when when people like wouldn't that bring out that criticism where people go well geez maybe sean mcveigh wasn't that good 
You yeah, know, he's, I, he's looking all depends. soft up in that uh, broadcast booth. His 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 hair is extra gelled. <laughs> you know, like uh, maybe I, maybe we were just kind of looking at the chrome, but the chrome don't get you home. Yeah, I think it depends on the circumstance. If if they dealt with a lot of injuries next season and and you know they're still able to have a winning record, then yes. But uh, if they remained healthy and they had a winning record, I, I don't think that would really hurt his legacy. I, I think the injuries really did play a huge factor this year. See, I politely disagree with you, Chris. I think it definitely hurts his legacy, especially if he jumps ship right now. I think the good coaches stick it out, find ways to win, and you know, and have some ownership of their team. I think if he bounced out right now, that's just showing that he's just easy to, you know, quick quick to leave. And when times get hard, he's not there, to, you know, to to grit it out with his team. So I think the you know the captain should go down with the ship, and the coach. I mean, when times get tough, you got to find ways to win, and that makes you a good coach. So you, you don't have a legacy if you can't find ways to win. And so you as a coach, you have to find those ways. And so I think it would definitely hurt the legacy in the long run, in the long game, for sure. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I kind of agree with you, Kevin, because it's just the, 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 the way the table was set, you know, him coming in and, and, and the moves made. Um, and, and, and to, again, I know that he dealt with, with some hardship, uh, you know, uh, obviously he had some distractions. He got married, you know, um, and, and I kind of understand a wife probably being in his ear as well going, God, it looks pretty comfortable in that broadcast booth and you don't have to be gone as long <laughs> yeah, and you don't have to be watching as much tape and yep. exactly. And it's, it's more seasonal. Um, so I, I can understand that being a, a pressure point as well, but I just, in the wake of, just completely shitting the bed. <laughs> right. That's like him just shitting the bed and just being like, well, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else can clean this crap up because uh, I'm gone and, and, and I'm going to a four-star, five-star hotel, <laughs> you know, and ha- have somebody, you know, uh, work for me. I, I don't know. I, I think that that, uh, if, if anything, it, it would uh, put a patina, maybe not so, so uh, not a nice patina, on on his yeah. his career in LA, um, and, and and you know who knows maybe he's looking to step away, uh, you know, take some time off, and then uh, kind of get back into you know the the coaching game later to, at a different place. Maybe he's done with LA. Maybe he wants to go back to Washington. Maybe he wants to go to the Commanders and uh, <laughs> head it up there. I don't, I, I don't know, but um, you I, should because Juan I, Rivera's a dick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I hate that guy. Oh, man, he just, uh, I just talk reminded about, yeah. me of, of Ron Rivera not knowing whether the, the whole playoff situation, whether or not of like a Vikings win or whatever would get them, you know, anyway, I don't know if you saw that press conference, but uh, that was kind of funny. It's like, yeah, dude, you're just, a head coach, right? You know, anyway, sorry, Chris, you were going to, you were going to no, say, I was just going to say, I, I would like to see McVay come back. I mean, get, get that Stafford and cup connection at least another year. You got to give it one more shot. I, I think yeah. if you give it one more shot, uh, you know, do your best this offseason, make as many moves as you can, come out one more year next year and, and see what you got and then make your choice then. But you can't go out like this. Like the uh, notorious B.I.G. Uh, come on, baby. Give me one more chance. <laughs> <laughs> Biggie. Um, all right. Well, let's move on. Uh, NFL playoff seating. Uh, we, we've got many games coming up this weekend. We're going to get into them uh, in a little more in depth in our following show on Friday. But uh, just wanted to briefly uh, look at what's coming. Um, uh, Seattle Seahawks, they were able to squeeze their way into the playoffs. That was kind of high drama, Courtesy wasn't it? Of Courtesy of the zebras. Courtesy of, of, of the referees, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And this is what I'd God. love to talk Damn. about. I mean, that uh, roughing the passer call uh, in, in that Rams uh, Seahawks uh, game the, was, the was was obnoxious. Excuse me, a uh, kicker. Thank you. Uh, was, was obnoxious at best. Um, literally, uh, p- player being pushed into the kicker. Kicker like like put his arms out briefly to like catch the guy, and then was like, "Oh wait, I'm supposed to act like I get hit." Um, you know that that definitely was the the change maker of that game. Not saying that it would have necessarily like the Rams would have necessarily won that game, but the, that definitely made the difference, didn't it? Yeah. Um, and, and there was that other call with, uh, with Ramsey's just standing on the sideline, you know, pathetic. lowered a little bit, probably out of a uh, habit, you know, but, uh, nonetheless, Geno Smith running right into him. Yeah. He's got to protect uh, himself. <laughs> 
I just, oh God, the officiating has been terrible. Can we just go off a little bit on the officiating lately? I mean, it's just been the worst. Like what is going on with the NFL officiating and, and the product? It's just, uh, anyway, maybe we shouldn't get into that. Nonetheless, um, Seattle Seahawks, they were able to win and, 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 and you know, by winning, uh, uh, cut out the Detroit Lions, you know, right. uh, stepping into to Sunday night football against the Green Bay Packers. You think that the, you know, the, the Detroit Lions would take the L just to, you know, give a, you know, a F you to uh, Seattle. Right. Uh, but no, they fought good and hard for them and they ended up beating the Packers and, and uh, to, you know, taking a little discount, double check or Aaron Rodgers out and uh, of the playoffs. Um, anyway, uh, so Seattle Seahawks Saturday are going to be playing the 49ers, of course, in uh, Santa Clara. Uh, I, just, I don't know. I just think that this is, of course, going to be all 49ers for the NFL, NFC, excuse me. Um, so I'm, I'm not expecting much of a game here. Uh, but uh, any any thoughts in regards to, to this matchup quickly? Yeah, Karma's going to come back hard on you, Seattle, for what the refs did to the Rams and to the Lions for that. Yeah, all those blown calls just completely looking the other way. Congratulations, you made the playoffs. Now you get to get your ass whooped by the 49ers. This is going to be yeah. Georgia and TCU <laughs> all over again. Yeah, this is crap too, guys. I hate this matchup. I've seen them play twice already. Do I have to really see them do it three times? There is this is this well, is a division game. I mean, come on. Detroit Lions should be in there. Yes. If anything, I was kind of upset. Maybe yeah. Aaron Rodgers could go up there and upset 49ers. If anything, just everybody except for the damn Seahawks, because I've seen them lose twice already to San Francisco, and I don't want to see it a third time. Well, Not you are impressed. going to see it a third time. I hate to break it to you, Kevin. Uh Geno Smith, though, uh, it will be the end of his season of with the uh, uh, Seattle Seahawks, but uh, he he beat all three of his former teams this season. That was kind of fun to see him beat the Giants, the Chargers, and the Jets. Um, so let's move on to the other Saturday game, which is the Chargers taking on the Jaguars. I'm actually kind of excited about this game. Am I the only one? Because I'm feeling a little Jacksonville love. I'm, I'm feeling that that juice coming back. I don't know. Trevor Lawrence looked like crap uh, their, their their previous game, but they did win. They they did squeak it out. Um, and 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 uh, beat Tennessee to uh, uh, hobbled Tennessee, but uh, Tennessee Titans nonetheless to, to make their way to the playoffs. I, I don't know. I, the Chargers lost to the Jaguars earlier this year. Yeah, uh, what are you thinking? Out. I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking like maybe there could be some uh, Jacksonville Jaguars magic still in, uh, in the air, and that the young guns can uh, get this done. What do you think? Yeah, the Chargers looked like they were finally getting healthy, and everything was uh, coming up in time for the playoffs, and. Uh, looking like they were going to maybe make a run here, but they got a bunch of injuries in the last game. You just never really know what the Chargers, and seeing that they got blown out by the Jaguars earlier this season, I I wouldn't, I would expect it to be a much closer game, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Jags pull it out, actually. It would be definitely an upset, guys. The Chargers are, are definitely the favored. The Jags are home field, and they're the underdogs. And uh, the only thing with the Chargers, I think they should manhandle the Jags again. Sorry, guys, I don't know if that match is going to continue. But the only question, Mike, is Mike. Uh, the only question mark <laughs> is Mike Williams uh, with a back contusion. I mean, if he plays, who on the Jags is going to stop Mike Williams and Keenan Allen? I just don't see it happening. But uh, this should be an upset for sure, or it should be a good one at least at the ver- at the bare minimum. The Chargers are going to stop those wide receivers. <laughs> it's going to be the play calling is going to stop those guys. All right. We have the uh, Dolphins taking on the uh, Buffalo Bills. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the Dolphins are just a shadow of themselves. I, I really was high on Mike Daniels as a coach. But then when I see him making some of the comments that he does at the pre- I, I just like this guy's just a joke. I, I don't know. I, I'm hoping I'm wrong. I like to believe in the Dolphins. I could, God, I would love the Dolphins to uh, to beat the Buffalo Bills, but unfortunately, now in this den, not unfortunately, but I think you understand what I'm saying. In the in the, in the wake of this uh, uh, Hamlin situation, I think uh, you know America's team now is uh, uh, the Buffalo Bills, and 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 everybody's going to be rooting for them. Maybe the old uh, uh, white and black uh, zebras will be as well. Um, I I just don't see the Dolphins making this happen in Buffalo, um, but uh, I don't know. Maybe you have a different opinion. What do you think? No, I, I don't see it at all. I think Buffalo is going to blow them out. And, you know, coming into this season, Buffalo was the whole uh, media sweetheart pick to win it and uh, not insinuating that the Hamlin had anything to do with this. But it's somewhat convenient that now everyone's behind the Buffalo train again coming into playoffs. 
Um, so I, I expect them to, to completely demolish the Dolphins, especially with no Tua. And the Dolphins have been a horrible second-half uh, team this year. So, yeah, uh, no shot. This is where I get on my tweet wagon and I start tweeting, put Tua in because this is no game without Tua, guys. Right. He needs to play. Otherwise, I don't watching this, dude. Skyler Thompson, yeah. that guy's crap. And then Jalen Waddle, Jalen Wallen, uh, excuse me, Jalen Waddle uh, with the ankle-ish injury. You know, he's he's kind of up in the air. Um, hopefully, Good. if Tua Hill does too, play, I this uh, it could be. I don't know. I know Mostert had that thumb, you know, that uh, broken thumb. This is one of those games, guys, where it could be really close if Miami puts his players out there. Again, another division game. We've seen this already before. Um, so I'm not expecting any surprises here, especially in Buffalo. Uh, just hope it's a good one. Yeah, it won't be like you said. I mean, at last I saw that Tua was not cleared yet to practice. So a bit, I agree. Like he needs to be able to play. Um, <laughs> the snarky's part, part, snarky side of me was like, you know, to a, he's thinking, oh man, I was double concussed and everybody was behind me, and now you got Demar <laughs> Hamlin, you know, go down <laughs> cardiac arrest, you know, not for me, and now everybody's behind him. <laughs> oh, I'm taking my ball and going home. Um, <laughs> all right, well, let's move on. Uh, we've got the Giants uh, uh, taking on the uh, the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. I, I just, I mean, I, I think if anybody's capable of having Having that upset match, it's it's the Vikings, and this could yep. be very well that game, and and they could drop this one. They shouldn't. They should win this. They should handle the uh, the New York Giants. But uh, I don't know. I've got my little upset eye on this game here. Yeah, yeah, it's possible because you know the Vikings have been probably the worst thirteen and four team out there. <laughs> they have had a lot of close games, uh, but they've done well in those close games. So I think they'll I think they'll pull it out. It's not unlike Kirk Cousin to go out there and throw in three, three, three interceptions and, and, you know, fumble the ball twice. And, dude, I've seen, we've seen Kirk Cousin choke it up. And, honestly, this could be one of those things that just the Giants come out and surprise everyone. You know, who would have thought? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. And now the return from injury, Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens are going to head to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Um, I, I don't see, I mean, uh, the Bengals have been rolling and, and unless, you know, there's, uh, I don't know, some, some, something that I'm not aware of. I, I don't see any reason for, for them to lose this game against the Ravens, especially the way that Ravens have been playing. Now, of course they've not had Lamar Jackson, so he might be, uh, he might be feeling back, uh, feeling good and, and, and puts on a clinic. I, I doubtful. I, I don't see that being the case, but, um, I don't know. What are you guys thoughts about this one? Yeah, very interesting because, like you said, Jackson hasn't played the last several weeks, so he's going to show up for the playoffs. Uh, you know, division rival, they're going to play each other tight. Uh, I think it's it's going to be a really good game. Uh, I wouldn't be totally shocked if the Ravens won, but I, I would still think the Bengals are, are going to take this one. They're just playing way too good lately. Damn it, another division game. I've seen these teams <laughs> play twice already. <laughs> Guys, the only way the Ravens are going to have a shot is if Lamar Jackson plays. That's it. Point blank, period. They said yesterday that he's still having swelling issues in his knee, so they don't know. Um, so, uh, again, the Ravens, this is up to, up to you guys to come out and surprise everybody. I, I think everyone's picking the Bengals to beat you, um, even with Lamar. Um, but without him, for sure, you guys are you guys are done. Sounds like a little uh, team misinformation. Oh, he's still got swelling in his legs, so... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he's been the, fine. He just didn't he, want to risk he, injury because exactly. he wants his money. <laughs> So uh, let's move on then to uh, the Monday game, uh, Martin Luther King game, right? Uh, uh, the Cowboys uh, heading to Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. As we discussed earlier, this is the Skip Bayless cream dream of uh, the, the the good old Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott uh, taking on the GOAT. Tom Brady this actually this you know this is uh this is one of those games where uh you know I I on paper it's like Cowboys all day like what, who, what are you talking about right uh except for the fact that you know and you have uh <laughs> Tom Brady who you just can't bet against but you can definitely bet on Dak Prescott and his at least two interceptions during a game because after all Dak is ass 
Right? Can I say on TV? Because he is ass <laughs> ass. That's right. He is ass ass. So what do you guys think? What's your take on this game here uh, in Tampa Bay? I think Cowboys pull it out because even if Dak throws two picks, the Buccaneers just can't score points. And all they can do is pass the ball, and the Cowboys have a great pass rush. So, I mean, they played each other the first game of the season, and the Buccaneers won because they were able to run the ball a little bit. So unless they get back to that formula, I don't, I don't think the Cowboys are going to lose to the Bucs. Yeah, it should be all of depending on whether the Cowboys wear those blues. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, whether go. the Cowboys come out with the defense. You know, the defense got to make stops. They got to put pressure on Brady. I think if anybody could do it, it can be the Cowboys. But it's hard to go against Brady. I just wish that he didn't make the playoffs for the first time in a starting position, um, you know, of his career. That would be nice if he just didn't make the playoffs at all. Um, but the guy just squeaks in and just finds a way, and he just might find a way to beat the Cowboys. I know that's it's gonna be a good game. That one will be a good game, actually. And 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 you know, that could go either way. So I will be rooting against both teams. <laughs> <laughs> can both of these teams lose? I, I don't know how we can make that happen, but uh, hopefully we can. And lastly, before we go, I just really wanted to touch base with the uh, revenge being best served cold and Lovey Smith, who was on the chopping block for the Houston Texans. Did you guys see that game? Uh, uh, who were they playing? Indy? And it was like that fourth and 32 or whatever play, and they Hail Mary Mills Hail Marys it to Aiken. Uh, for the touchdown and then Lovey Smith goes for two and 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 they were the Texans were in last place right would have had the they had the first draft first round draft pick locked right with a loss and Lovey Smith goes for two so he I, my my sense is that he knew uh, Texans were moving on uh, and he yeah. wasn't going to get the return like, and he screw said, your all right, pick all right <laughs> <laughs> that was so great. That's pretty epic. <laughs> oh, loving me some Lovey Smith. All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it that. for us here on Sideline the Agenda. Yeah, to give another handout to Justin Fields. <laughs> yeah. That, oh, right, that's right, right. That's right. That's true. Exactly. Given the, we'll just help just out Chicago, helping out that agenda that Justin Fields <laughs> is the most elite quarterback in the NFL, right? Hands down. And he's going to have now the picks to, uh, to, to help that agenda continue. Oh my God. Ad nauseum. We are not going to hear the end of Justin Fields. I'll tell you that despite his record. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at sideline the agenda. Ah, thank you so much for listening to us here. Please subscribe to the podcast and uh, leave us a five-star review and tell your friends about the show. You can also follow us on Twitter at Sideline Agenda. Sideline the Agenda. I'm Scott. That's Kevin. That's Chris. Get off the sideline and into the game.